You are listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish Podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God. So the landscape of my beloved Aotearoa, New Zealand, is spectacular. But I'm honest, the landscape here in Arizona is quite amazing as well. It ranges from the harsh cactus-dense desert to those beautiful lush alpine meadows and stands of white-barked aspen trees whose leaves simply shimmer in the summer breeze. And those three highest peaks in Arizona, Mount Humphreys, Mount Baldy, and Escudia Mountain, known as the Triple Crown, stand between 11,000 and 13,000 feet. Beautiful they are. Climbing them, of course, takes incredible effort. There's no reward for topping all three of them other than that personal satisfaction. And of course, those stunning views and amazing panoramas along the way. For those of us who like to hike, we're also rewarded with a time to refresh and to reflect and to reimagine our lives along the way. Well, the prophet Isaiah, he calls us to climb to the top of the mountain and to look for the Lord's advent, the Lord's coming to our lives. He's calling us to rise above our daily worries and anxieties in order to look over that landscape of our lives. And yes, with its peaks and its valleys, and to walk in the light of the Lord. Now, of course, due to time and physical constraints, it isn't always possible to get out and enjoy this incredible beauty of nature that we have in this state or in the world, that the good Lord has given to us. And for some people, there really isn't a desire to do so. Some of us are simply more comfortable in urban settings or in the company of other people, and that's all well and good. But either way, what is important is that we take the time to draw closer to God wherever and whenever that might be. We need to do so because it is so easy to get caught up in all the events of our days that we don't pay attention to our soul, our inner spirit and inner self that makes up our soul and who we are. Such action can lead to a spiritual blindness that in the biblical language is called darkness. And it is in this type of darkness that our soul will sleep, shut down, tune out, and turn off to the spiritual self that needs some attention. And therein lies the danger 
through accidents or chance or some unexpected event in our lives, we may become aware of God's activity. And we may wake up and pay attention. But in that awakening, we likely think that God has suddenly come to us, even unexpectedly, and it can be quite startling. The truth is, however, that God has always been there. God is actively present to us all the time, each and every day, every hour, every minute, and every second. It is our awareness of Him that changes. God hasn't changed. He cannot change, for He is constant. It is we ourselves who are the ones who are inconsistent, malleable, and changeable. We often speak of Advent as a season when we prepare for the Lord's coming. This is good, of course. But going forward, perhaps we could see Advent also as a season of heightened awareness. The truth is that we should be looking for God who is already at work in our lives every day. And if we are honest, we recognize that God is off, always offering himself to us. It is more likely, though, that we are not always responding to his promptings or even to him. We may have climbed that mountain, but we're not looking outward into the grand vista because our eyesight has been fogged by all that's going on around us. And instead, we are focused on the aches and the pains of getting to that mountain. Our lives are cluttered with too many things that demand too much of our attention. These things can drain our energy and blind us to that which really matters. Technology can only do so much. Money only goes so far. Medicine has a short shelf life. Our human abilities and resources are limited. Only God has what we need. And he has it in abundance and in fact, an unlimited supply of it. We call it love. So what can we do to help unclutter our lives, to clear that fog that is surrounding us, that is forcing us into a spiritual blindness? Well, there are many things that can help us. But Perhaps during this season of Advent, we can take the opportunity to engage in many of the beautiful traditions of our church, 
one of which is right there. I remember as a kid at the dinner table when we'd all gather, there was an Advent wreath. We'd light a candle each and every Sunday and every day of the week. And it was great as a kid because it was a reminder that Christmas is coming nearer as more and more candles were lit. Maybe we could attend daily Mass as often as possible. Give a little extra effort to come here to receive that most precious gift, the Lord himself in the Eucharist. Maybe we can take advantage of the sacrament of reconciliation. Read some scripture and take an hour or so, maybe at least once a week, in Eucharistic adoration, in our chapel, and maybe even sign up for an hour a week. Make that commitment. And we can always spend some time in thoughtful prayer and, and quiet times evaluating the goodness of our Lord. Recall what the philosopher Plato said. He said, the life which is unexamined is not worth living. Every Advent, and in fact, every time that we come to Mass, Holy Mother Church bids us to do just that, to examine our lives for the good and the not so good, for what we've done and what we've failed to do. But of course, all of this is what we can do. But the unspoken question that I put forth today is what will we do? Remember that saying, I wish I could fill in the blank with whatever you want, compared to I will do fill in the blank whatever you want. It is our will that controls us for action or sloth. It is not our wishes. So as we begin the season of Advent, let us enter into this time of looking for the ways in which the Lord has already come into our lives, to acknowledge them and to give him thanks for his never-ending supply of love. Listen again to the words of St. Paul that we heard just moments ago. I quote, Brother and sisters, you know the time. It is the hour now for you to awake from sleep. For our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night has advanced. The day is at hand. Let us then throw off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provisions for the desires of the flesh. I'll conclude with Jesus' words in today's gospel. He said, 
so too you also must be prepared. For at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. When we hear these words, most of us probably look inward and think about our own death. But they were true about Jesus' birth as well. No one knew the hour when the Son of Man would come into the world. His birth, however, made all the difference because his birth made his death possible and his resurrection to new life. Without his birth, you and I would not have the opportunity to participate in his grace, to be saved through his death. Jesus had to climb that mountain, that mountain called Gethsemane. And once there, by his death, looking out at all the people, he gave us everlasting life. He gave us the resurrection. Now it's up to us to accept this most precious Christmas gift, a gift that is so precious, there is none like it. And that is our responsibility now to live the gift of life according to His divine will. Thank you for listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God.